This is As Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and today we got Folky Dope with us. How are Yo. you doing, my brother? Good, man. How you doing? Good, man. Good, man. Another day, another dollar. Coming off work, the dad going to chat and kick it with a dope individual, man. How are you doing, man? Thank you for coming, first uh, and foremost. Thank you, bro. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing good, bro. Like, I'm uh, back creating, family back creating. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, that's probably... Where I feel like uh, my most at peace, most whole, like mm-hmm. so I'm good, bro. I'm in a good space. That's what's up. I'm doing good, man. I'm at a good space mentally, man. You know, I cannot complain. You know, God is good. That's good. I, t- I was I was saying off air, like I'm a big fan of this podcast. I think I see great things for this podcast in the future. So I'm happy. Like this is really uh happy to be a part of it for real. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming, dude. Let's get into um first. Let's. The accent. Where are you from, man? I'm from Detroit. Detroit? Yeah, from Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. Born okay. and raised on Six Mile. Hey, let's get it. Let's, and you know what's crazy? I saw that. I was like, is this dude from Detroit, man? I saw Detroit, I saw the Six Mile bro. thing. I was like, yo. But I didn't want to assume. I yeah, was like, yeah, I yeah. feel like homie from Detroit, though. But I'll wait till you get here yeah. so we can get into that, man. Um, how long have you been in the city? I've been here about 10 years now. Maybe a little longer. I've been here since... I, I'm an old dude. Like, I'm not a young cat. Like, I look a little young. I'm an old dude. I'm mm. 36. So, I've been... I spent, 80s baby? Yeah, 80s baby. Spent, uh... Spent years, uh, running around, hustling in Detroit. Um, mm. trying to figure out my way out of shit. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended up here. Trying to make a way out here, man. Yeah. So, you've been here for about over a decade. You've been here for a decade. Yeah. Um, so, family's probably based on both ends. Yeah. What is, what, what's one thing, because um, I know you're in tune with, that's that's a perfect example of of a city that has exploded in, the, in regards of, like, that style, and then a city that you're in now where it's right on the cusp of bubbling over, like I feel like Detroit music has done. Um what and and not even just a style difference like um what is the difference that you see when it comes to just like the 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 different styles of just like a person coming from Detroit as as opposed to a person in the city in Charlotte when it comes to like the interactions like music scene wise um the interactions is it's actually about the same if I'm being honest it's really? a lot of, it's a, it's very um it's still very Tribal, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Lots of you know, lots of clicks on both sides. I've been the universe has granted me the ability to move and I move in and out of different territories and make allies pretty much with everybody without mm-hmm. without uh it being a bunch of funny shit. Uh, can you cuss on? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah without it mm-hmm. being a bunch of uh, funny stuff or without it, you know, without it feeling like I'm coming off like I'm fake. So you know. Mm. I was actually in the midst of like when Detroit really started making the name, like when Big Sean first got like really started popping. Like I made, we made our name in Detroit. That's how. I, that's kind of how I got my popularity. Like mm. we were throwing like these big like warehouse party events, putting people on. Like mm. uh, like Dave's Loaf was one of us. She had her first big show there. Like like mm. we had a, like we had like a. 400 person attendance like and i was like her first big performance right before she got signed like, she signed, like a year later Word. You know, so uh that was I a mean, game changer too yeah days low style yeah yeah it was she uh my bro nick uh nick varsity he uh artist from detroit he running around with her right now like nice she they gearing up getting things together so i got a lot of i got a lot of ties to detroit artists detroit music um 
I've pretty much met all the big ones. I've mm. uh, been around uh, in all the major spots, performed at the shelter, stuff like that. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. So you know, I got. That 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 got that's kind of the beginning. That that Detroit story is the beginning of my Charlotte story. You know mm, what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, and I would imagine it would be the same when it comes to, you know, um, one thing like, and I've always got along with different regions, diff- people from different regions, but in particular, cats from Detroit, cats from the Bay. Yeah. They remind me a lot of us in a, in a way, in a sense of like, I don't know if it's the hustle mentality, like daggone, you know, the, the, the tribal type of like um, influence from that city. But it's always been a mentality where like I can always get along with these cats where um, the mindset is the same. It's an organic feel. And not to say, you know, you're going to have whack cats everywhere. Yeah. But at the at the root of it, at the root of the core Maybe it's because of the, the the type of city Detroit is. It's always been an organic hustle, and what you see is what you get in that regard. Am I am I correct in saying that? I would agree with you. Um, that's pretty much what you you pretty much see with me. I mean, I got a lot of you know, I, I keep a lot of stuff like a lot of my stuff close to the chest. But as you, I'm one of the people. If you're around me, you get to know me. You'll see the type mm-hmm. of you'll you'll really get the how multifaceted I am. But it is very much a. I am as advertised type of person, mm-hmm. um, and that's a very that is a very Detroit thing. Like you gotta, everybody, you know, my my life is like one constant hustle. Like you know, like and mm-hmm. it's been like that. I've been working since I've been twelve. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, you know, legally, illegally, everything mm-hmm. and everything in between. You know, grinding, what I'm saying? grinding. General, you yeah. know, so uh, the growing up there like you know the city's never been like it's never since i've been alive it's never like been financially viable it's always been sitting at around like 40 percent unemployment trying mm. to get a job in the city we don't have like uh grocery chains in the city like you mm. got to go to the suburbs and travel out for that you know a lot of people don't have money for that like we have a little rundown mom and pop grocery stores um, yeah they like smell like rotten flesh if you go in and shit like that. So sound like a freaking movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of, and that's like so because I and I, I guess that kind of reflects my music because mm. that's the setting, like, and that's like what we see every day. Like, it really took me until I moved here to really get an idea of what I could be and the things that I could do and how much power I actually had to do shit. Mm. Like, you know it. I spent a lot of times there. Like I said, it was hustling. Mm. You know, uh, finding a, you know, <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to find a job to, you know, my younger, like a teenager. I want to find a job so I can buy my own ounces and flip them and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit like yeah. that. Like, it's just a, it's a, it's a hard, hard hustle there. And everybody there, like, I think every, you know, Probably eighty percent of the residents there has done some type of illegal activity, and I don't think they would consider themselves like a criminal or no shit. It's just a that's the state of the shit there. You gotta yeah. get it any way you can. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. get it in, get in how you fit in, man. Is the old saying, man. And and in situations like that, I feel like when you go through experiences at an early age, like it sounds like you have, where you see this mentality and you see, um, you know, the different sides of different hustle. Because, you know, people forget about the history of Detroit, but like, especially since, like, when you had the early years in the 19s, where it was, like, you know, before, like, the, the 60s, you had, like, the automotive boom, and then the collapse of that. You know, yeah. you had the collapse of that to where you really, 
you forget about the 80s and the 90s of Detroit to where you really had um, generations of cats really getting it in, how they fit in. Yeah. You know? but And that's because, uh, like, you know, it started there. It started with, like, the... The closing of the auto plants, once those started closing, and then, like, the riots, uh, the, the riots that happened Detroit in Detroit, riots, yeah, yeah, like that, that crippled the economy, we never really recovered, and then, like, we had politicians come in that was supposed to help, and they just end up, like, mm, stealing more of the budget, you, mm. know? And, you know, I know a lot of my people don't like <laughs> when I say that shit, but it's the truth, is what it is. Yeah, like, I mean, it's it's happened know. in a couple different cities, you know, Detroit, Chicago. Yeah, you know? so, you know, so, when you take all of that, like, my city always been on the ropes, so, when you take that into consideration, too, it's, like, crippled, crippled us, and it, it's... And in some ways it's getting better, in some ways it's getting worse. Like schools, like it's more schools closed now than like like my high school don't exist no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it's a, and that's what it is. Like you go back home now. When I go back home, often you know, kids standing on the street, you mm. know, not doing shit during the day because mm. there ain't no place for them to go for real. Damn, you know. So you know, it's a it's a it's a it's an interesting place. I love the place though. Like you, like the love you get there, like. Because it's so much shit working against you all the time, you kind of got no choice. But the thing that you can develop and you can control is like the unconditional love. So when mm. motherfuckers find each other, find people that really ride for them, really locked in with them, you see that bond forever. Mm. Like that's kind of well, we get to the when we talk about music. We we get into that. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Bond forever and shit. So yeah, that's a fact, man. And and I think. Like it's a dude, it's a dude that I that <laughs> I used to know. I ain't shout out shout out to Chicago uh, uh, Detroit Breeze man because like when I seen this dude, I originally met him on the East Side, and um, he was a dude where it was like he really put in a mind state for me. Like, bro, if I'm still breathing, <laughs> I'm gonna go out here and get it. And his yeah. name was Breeze because. That nigga be in the wind, like he would. He be in. The, he be like he moving. He moving like in any like he ain't gonna stay not one two spot not too long. He he gonna continue to grind. Gonna continue to hustle. And he was a dope dude that you know moved down here as well with his family and um, ended up you know grinding, being on the hustle. Like the early years when I was in my teenage and twenties, I met this dude and he put in. He put a mindset in me to where it was like, bro, like if we still out here breathing, like it's still a chance. Like you see where I came from, like because I at that time I hadn't been there yet, and so like I, that was the first time I visited was going with him and um, seeing the mind frame that he was in. I seen where he came from and understood why. Why he had that hustle mentality? What? Why he when he came down here he had a like I got nothing to lose mentality. And he, coincidentally enough, did music as well. Yeah. And so trans, trans, transferring that energy to yourself, having that mentality of, like, the stuff that you've seen growing up, how does that translate to your music? Like, do you come into the industry with a mind frame where it's like, bro, like, the stuff that I've been through, like, this Fugazi music industry, like, it's nothing to me. I'm going to get through all this stuff, bro. Pretty much. That's kind of, that's a big uh, mindset that I have on it, like, for me, and same thing, uh, shout out to Detroit Breeze. That's one thing, like, a Detroit hustling ass nigga, like, we learn how to get low real quick. Like, mm. we, we can get off the grid real quick. Like, a lot of, like, if you if anybody ever, like, pay attention to my Instagram, I don't post all the time. I never will. Like, I don't care. I can be up a billion dollars. That ain't what it's about. Like Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Man. You know what I'm saying? It's not, a, it's not about 
like that's a tool you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, I, and i like to use it for for what it is like and and getting low and focusing is a good way to keep your to keep your sh- your shit prioritized mm-hmm. understand you know not get caught up in the bullshit i get i get I'm, I'm getting like I get like inboxes from groupies already. Like I got money and shit. Like and it ain't even like you know it ain't it ain't even on that level. I try to a part a big part of getting low. Like Detroit, like you said, nice Detroit breeze and getting the win real quick. Part of getting low is about being in a win, so you can stay on the move and people can't really predict your moves. But it's also to keep yourself isolated and focused on what you need to focus on, so you won't be. Too influenced by outside sources, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, first bit of success you get, that's like a that's like one of your first biggest tests because that's an easy way to get distracted. Mm, yeah, you, know, you see a lot of artists do it. Like a lot of artists, they get a little single and they be popping and they bring it in two three thousand dollars a month and then they just stop they just do that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah i've so, seen it so. yeah it's happened to the best of them you know yeah. i've seen people that where it's like they get that single and it won't even necessarily it won't even necessarily be like a national single like it'll just be like oh, the regional. city be bumping yeah. off that like and they'll have but they'll have the city on that joint and yeah. it's just it'd be like they don't take the necessary steps or like you say like humility is 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 avoided and pride is more of their their avenue in that in those situations to where it's like, because I've seen that happen to where like they'll they'll have the pride and the and the, you got to be careful. Of the same people you see on the way up is the same people you see on the way down. For sure. That that single will decline. It'll start to go. They'll get into some situations, and then the city. Some of the people from the city they won't be like l- looking out for them because like they weren't looking out for them when their single was bubbling. They were very arrogant. They were very prideful. Yeah. And like I've seen people's careers never recover from that in certain situations. For sure. And not like and I see I see shit like that play out all the time and it's like I'm a very uh I kinda live and I move with a lot of intention when I do shit. Like mm. I just don't like to do shit to do shit. So it's like when I'm interacting with y'all, I wanna I wanna present myself a certain way. Mm-hmm. I wanna build like this is about doing a podcast, getting for us to get to know each other, me getting some exposure, hopefully me getting you some more exposure. But it's really about building a bond for the future. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? So when we start hitting the festivals and we start being mm-hmm. on the road, like I want you know, who going who are the people I wanna help tell my story? You know what I'm saying? So it's like I think about shit like that. I think about who I deal with, I think about the people I don't wanna I don't wanna Leave no foul taste in nobody's mouth. It's important mm. doing everything the right way. At least I think so. Yeah. You know. I'm the same way, bro. You know, make sure T's across, I's are dotted. Um, it's, Big Sean has a, um, he has a saying in a song that I always used to, <laughs> I used to always post this one part. Um, remember when he did that? He did like a joint, he did a joint project with Metro Boomin. Yeah, and yeah. Um, one of my favorite projects of his. Thank you, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I got trash for that, bro. Like I got tra- like that's one of my yeah. favorite Big Sean projects. That co- that combination, like I love that. But that's that's for another time. Yeah, bro. I was like, about to say we 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 could get in here and talk about music shit. We'd be here for eight hours talking. Yeah, about I mean, like we can bring you back on that as well. But <laughs> we we can get back into that. But with, in particular with this this one song. Um, I can't. It's like towards the end, but he says he starts talking towards the end of the song, and he was like, "You was like, you, you love me, I love you. You hate me, I love you." And like that's yeah. that's how it'll be in situations where it's like my intent is good now. Um, sometimes you can't escape. 
Like, like the enemy is the enemy. Like, like I tell people all the time, like this, this thing ain't flesh and blood. You know, it's a spiritual warfare. Whether people won't believe it or not, the stuff's out here, even if you don't believe in it. And sometimes you can cross your T's and dot your I's the best way. And then some people just ain't gonna like you. Like some people just ain't. You know, I can't help that in that regard. You know, like I still love those people from afar as well because that kind of energy is not gonna help me out. And so I imagine, like, from your energy, just when you walked in, like. I could tell you the same vibe where it's like, you mess with me, you mess with me. I mess with you hard. But if you don't mess with me, hey, God bless you, bro. I'm going to keep doing this thing. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I always, like, I, like, I came up, like, you know, I, I fought a lot growing up. Right? Like I said, mm-hmm. hooting them ass little nigga. So I had a, you know, I had a little, du- had a few dust ups growing up. And shit. <laughs> um, a few dust ups, squabbles here and there. Yeah, you know. Split a couple wigs in his day. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe possibly you know, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um but I always got this mindset is like, look bro, I'm gonna show everybody respect. Yeah, for really, sure. I don't really give a fuck who like me or who don't, but I know for me to sleep at night, I got to move in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I got I got to treat people a certain way for me to be able to rest my head at night. Yeah. So, that took me a while, bro. That took me a while and not not necessarily moving in a certain way because what how I was brought up, I was always annoyed nigga. So I always I always moved a certain way where it's like I always heard the old saying like, um, do your dirt on your only. And so it was like I've yeah. seen situations like that, like some of like like people that you would think would never do situations like they get in situations and like stuff hits the fan. You can't trust the people that you thought you did. And so like I learned early on as a teenager where it was just like, man, like anything. And I still sometimes that's my Achilles heel because you ask anybody a lot of the times whether well, even it's going to events like the last event I seen you at that earlier, like last year sometime. Um, I was in there solo. Like, I was in there like I move around solo a lot of times, A, because I can Irish goodbye. And yeah. get out when I want to. And yeah. then B, um, that's just how that's something that I still do in, in certain regards. You 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 get in situations where you can get out on your own. You don't have to depend on nobody. Right. And in that regard, like being like that, um, when it came to dealing with certain people, um, I became like that in even more because of certain like the earlier years, I would worry about it, like I said, so much, be like, dang, like I do that dude good business and he's still like that. You know, they used to like I used to catch you live rent free in my head. Be like, like why niggas is like that? Yeah. But niggas just gonna be niggas, man. People gonna it's it's set up. That's the way of the world. You are gonna have yin and yang. I believe like you are gonna always have negative forces that's gonna try to hate hate on you or like put negative energy your way. I feel you. We got a lot of we got a lot of comments as far as that like personality wise. I used to do the same shit. Like damn, bro, I'm showing love. Why these motherfuckers? You know, mm. like with whoever. But then I came to realize, like, you know, the more I became a part of the world and the more I, like, you know, I tend to succeed where a lot of people, like, fail at. And you know what I'm saying? And I don't think it's because I'm something, like, special or no shit. It's just because I just, I persevere through shit. Like, I just yeah, keep, yeah. keep taking the jump shots and shit. I realize that people act the way they are and they don't be happy with you or they don't be happy with whatever and they never happy because they just not happy with themselves. And a, and a lot of times, like, that's not even they fault. Like if you think about you think about the world we live in, this this is a this is a rough motherfucker. It's like pressure from all sides all the time. Every like our economy is designed to rip you off and then people that have the same skin color as me and you, we don't get a whole lot of opportunities mm-hmm. like to do shit. Yeah. And if we get an opportunity, we for fuck sure don't get a second opportunity if we fuck up nah. the first one. So, yeah. They always say that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not a it is not a like this shit ain't set up 
to be fair. It's definitely not set up to be fair if you, um, uh, if your ethnicity is different, if you're a minority, and it's definitely not fair if you're trying to live your life in a on a certain moral path. So mm. it's like even more mm. tough for you. Yeah. So I do get how people get how they get. So that once I realized that. That let all the pressure go off of me, like, oh, well, I'm just going to live how I live and move how I move. And, like, the ones that's part of the pack, they part of the pack. And the ones that's not, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's And that's the mentality that I got in. And I haven't looked back. You know, I got in that mentality after, like, because I, I got into a situation in my 20s where I overdosed because, like, um, somebody had laced Lace my, Shit, it's it's funny you, you laugh at your pain and stuff like that, but somebody the stuff that people that's why I was telling my nephew like man like this stuff ain't nothing new under the sun the stuff that people was doing the the stuff that people doing now they were doing it back in the day and somebody laced my weed about kill me with this same stuff that's out here heavily now that yeah, fentanyl stuff shit, yeah. that's daggone that that about took me out the game like right. <laughs> it's the and and like so it's like in that situation like and that was at a time where I was like heavy like I was. Both feet in, like I was both feet. I had like my little spot, like I wouldn't, but I was sloppy. Like yeah. I was, I was making a lot of, I was making a lot of bread back then. Like in the same, and you know, I be, I'm a true believer in restoration. Like everything that I was making then, God gonna give me back ten times the right way. You know, yeah. doing it the right way. But at that time, like I was like Rick James on that stuff. Like I was, I was making so much bread, and then like I was sloppy in the sense of like I was letting all these niggas in my crib, and yeah. and you know, like just just doing stuff with them, doing drugs with them to the point like. Man, when I OD, I came back to life, and like the only person that was there was my sister. Mm. The only person there was my sister with a Bible, and um, you know I went through like a like a supernatural. Like people know, like if they watch the podcast in that situation, yeah. I, like bringing me back, like I, my spirit left my body, and I seen like life for what it was. And uh, coming back when I seen it was my sister, I was like, man, like ain't none of these niggas shit, man. And the only reason they here, only reason them cats be at my crib is because like they can get something out of me. And um, at that time, man, like, I cut everything off. I cut everything off. I cut the, you know, I, I let the game alone. I left the drugs alone. At that time, I was still drinking. I don't, I only stopped drinking two years ago. But at that time, I left all the drugs alone and was like, man, I need to be sober-minded because, like, the enemy, he moves out here like a lion. You know, yeah. like, see who he can devour. And, like, part of that for me is, like, being on my pivot. No, that's why that's why I stopped doing that because like I was hanging around vultures and they were waiting for me to fall. You know, like from from what what I true believe, I can't prove it to this day. I think it was somebody near me that laced my stuff that was trying to take me out. Probably. And so in that situation, like it just showed me where it was like I stopped worrying about why people are doing this or why people are thinking of me this way because the only people I'm thinking about is family. You know, only people I'm hanging around now is like family. Like even if like if it came to a point like we end up like chilling, we end up breaking bread, get something to eat. Like that's family. I don't even consider. I wouldn't consider because I I am not hanging with niggas like that. Yeah. So it's like if I'm hanging with cats like that, it's really a genuine like because time waits for no man. We don't get that back. So if I'm spending my time just like how you said, whatever you're doing, you're making. You're, it's a point that you're doing it, you know, because, yeah. you know, you got your son, you got life, you got moving. So, like, that's one. When I tell people that they come to this spot, like, I appreciate it because, you know, niggas don't have to come here. And so the fact that you take the time to do that, like, that's because, like, someone's like, all right, I want to have a genuine connection with this person. And so it's like, bro, like, that's what I started doing. I started looking at who really wants to have genuine connections. Yeah. You start looking at it, it's very far and in between. Absolutely. If you if you actually pay attention to how people are, 
you see it is almost heartbreaking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It'll like, make you it'll make you like I had to I had to pray that stuff off me, bro, cuz it'll make you hard-hearted. Like you start yeah. looking at like who's really like what people are like really for you and like this it'll it'll make you hard-hearted to where it's like I had to pray that stuff off me. It'll uh, break your heart like you said. It definitely would like and that's like that's like I kind of still struggle with that to this day. Like 36 mm. like I'll be like, "Yo, I am very so like not the not to jump into the music because this really ain't about the music, but like that's fine. The 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 basis of the music for me is basically like family. It's like mm. family, hustling, and the anxiety that comes along with hustling. Like we mm. make a very, we all make like real ground level music. Like you know, we talk about getting money and shit, sure, but we not talking about getting millions. We talking about just getting more money than the average motherfucker, and mm. we talking about the. And, and, and along with that getting money, it's not like, hey, we bragging about getting money. Hey, you need to get your people secure. You need to go and get it, do as much as you can. Like, we try to have that message. Mm. The family part of that, like, I hang, like, it's probably like 20 to 25 people that surround me, like, that's, that's involved in this. But I grew up with all of them. Like, I know I've known all of them, like. The ones I've known the least is probably like ten years, mm. you know, and that's and that's the people I met here. Um, the like a lot of the people that I hang out here grew up with me in Detroit and moved down here with mm. me, you know, to support me. Like so, from that regard, like because we we didn't have a lot of like I don't have a lot of blood family, like and a lot of them don't have a lot of blood family. Like we got like like you know, uh, some of our parenting shit is a bit fucked up growing up. So you know, we kind of all just band together. Like we learn how to hustle together and survive mm-hmm. together and rely on each other. Yeah. And um, really be accountable for each other. So yeah. in that in that regard of life, I've always been grateful and blessed that way. Like so, even though you I've come across all these phonies and snake ass niggas like. I've also been blessed with knowing what, like, real love for, like, you know mm, what I'm saying, from yeah. a familiar perspective. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, so I am I am grateful of that. That also helped me get past wor- worrying about what other motherfuckers think of me, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm also like you, though. Like, I rode, I rode Dolo a lot of places because it's just, I'm just used to it. Like, mm. you know, I'm used to, I've always been like that, even in Detroit, even hustling and moving around. I'd just rather be alone for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just well, it's just how I am. Yeah, smart. Smarter that way. I mean, yeah. you, you heard my demise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was Rick James out here, daggone, to where it's like, I was that. I, but, you know, when it came back for me, like, looking at the man in the mirror, I was like that because, like how you said in the beginning, when it comes to people not messing with you, there's something inner inside of them that's hurting that they're not fixing. That's why they're that's why they you know hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And the reason I had all those people around, the reason I couldn't move Dolo, like because I knew some cats like it's certain cats that that would you know they mess with me and I mess with them that would you know do certain things. They move Dolo, and I used to always wonder that be like, dang, like that homie homie stay like Dolo. He stay handling business Dolo like, and I would respect that. But I'd be like, man. I can't do that like I gotta have a squad and it's just like you start looking at that it's like man why do I always need so because it was it was at a time where it was like I remember I went out to eat for the first time by myself this was years ago and I was like I was like getting mad anxiety I was like man like because this is at a time when I was trying to like be one with myself and fall back in love with myself yeah 
And the reason I couldn't, like I said, like the reason I wasn't able to do that when it came to like moving dolo, hustling and all that stuff is because I didn't have a love for myself. Right. I didn't want to be alone with myself because right. being alone with myself, I'd be alone with my inner thoughts. My inner thoughts were depression. Right. And so like, it's crazy. Like being in that mind frame, it kind of, it kind of, I had to find a balance in that because then when I got to myself and fell in love with myself, then I became dehumanized. Because it was like I was so solo for so long, like I didn't even trust niggas no more. And it was just like it was weird. It was like, hey, have you experienced situations like that where it's like you move so dolo, where it's like, man, you almost is like your interactions is like dehumanizing in a way. It's almost sometimes I feel like a robot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely. Um, I tell you know I tell chicks all the time like that man like I like look like you know especially if I like them like look I like you like sometimes I come off as a robot. Like mm. especially sober because it's just that's how I'm used to moving around. I'm used to being a very goal oriented person. So if you mm. feel like I'm not giving you the attention you need, just say something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'll come back around. So I feel you there completely. The um, so it is a it's a, it's a ba- like life is a balance, bro. I, I I've come to realize like you got you got to keep your shit balanced in all that's types of ways. So it's like I do feel like if I feel like I'm being too isolated, then I I step out. Like if I feel like I'm being, I'm, I'm showing my face too much, I will pull back. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I'm very mindful. Like like my I feel like my life is like a bank account that I'm trying to keep balanced. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, I try to. I really take time, especially like by myself, to really think about like, okay, what need to be worked on next? What need to be here? What need to be there? Mm. You know, and so I do, I do feel you. I know, I know that it's an easy thing to do. As a, as far as like, like I always been like that as a kid. Like even like, I used to go to the like, I, I'm so weird. I used to go to the movies by myself at like 16, bro. Yeah, like, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I got into my lonely, like when I when I really identified with like enjoying solitude, I'll do that now. Like yeah. I'm just lazy to deal with movies because of like the era <laughs> where you got Netflix, you got yeah, you got so much stuff. Like it's like they they make they've made movies microwavable now to where it's yeah. like, but when they weren't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'll go to the Dollar Fifty. You remember? I don't know if you remember the Dollar Theater back oh, yeah, in the day yeah, on the for sure. over there yeah. for East Independence Day on tour down. But man, I would go there every Friday, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> when the uh, when the, yeah that Dollar Show on East Independence, I've been there like once. I was like like real big when it was open, so I couldn't fit in the seats. So mm. I, mean, I was only there like one time. So. Yeah. Um. The uh, I don't know, bro. Like I think uh. I think that I think that I think you got I think we got a, a good way to like really handle life though. I think I think it's really just about checks and balances and mm. you know, like not really diving real hard in one direction. Maybe maybe your faith maybe, you know, mm. but besides that I think I don't think anybody should dive real hard in one direction. I think it's dope on the strength that you was able to overcome your Overcome like your addictions and shit, like because I smoke weed and drink like every day. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, uh, I still have like little shit that I deal with from growing up, like mm. shit that I survive, you know, backstabbings and betrayals, you know. And I tend to keep, I don't like to think about them, I like to keep moving and shit, keep shit moving, yeah. Um, and I guess that's one way that I deal with it. I do need to address that at some point, you know. But. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 coping, man. I mean, it's everybody copes differently. And for me, I have an addictive personality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I tell people all the time, like, every situation that, because I got plenty of homies that are like, my nephew still smoke. 
You still he out here drinking like I be telling him to be careful out here because yeah. for me I got an addictive personality to the point where like every situation that I've been in whether it's been like money whether it's been drugs whether it's been women like I didn't stop on my own mm. like God made me stop like mm. I was forced to stop like I didn't stop drugs because I didn't enjoy them like yeah, I got, got, got I got in, I got a situation yeah, because yeah, of my yeah, addictive yeah. personality like I, I I didn't have no balance with that. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of cats that, like, you know, they be in God, they love God. Like, my sister, like, she love God, die hard to the brim. Still, still a drink a cup of wine. You know, she'll still get a mixed drink if we go out sometimes. Like, different strokes with different folks. She understands that balance. Me, my mind was straight. I didn't have no balance. So, I tell people all the time, like, to each his own. Like, if you're able to, and now the only thing with, that I would say with you is, like, Sooner or later, you're gonna have to get that stuff off. Like you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have to talk about like you know to your whether it's to yourself to the man upstairs like with, from the betrayals because that stuff is sitting on your chest. And yeah. So that's that's just my personal opinion on that. Like nah, you don't got you can take it, you can leave it. Nah, that's but a sound opinion right there. With know? with that, like as far as like what you do outside of that, like I told people, like I had I had to get to a point where I didn't want no. Cause I depended on people too much and I depended on things too much. I didn't want no crutch. Right. Like I was like, you know, I didn't want to be dependent on marijuana. I didn't want to be dependent on drinking, you know, because of like my, my past inner demons, like working with me, I needed to get to a point where it's like, yo, I got to face these things head on. Cause sooner or later, like whether it be in my deathbed, whether it be 10 years from now, I'm going to have to like face these things head on. That's just how the world works. So let me just get it out the way now. Yeah. And so, but timing is everything. Everybody got their time, man. So I would, I would say, like, like I said, you're a cool individual from the energy that I get off of you. Like that, that is just your evolution. Like I see that evolution. Like, watch, we are gonna laugh about this ten years from now. You are gonna be like, <laughs> you gonna be like, bro, like, man, like, you know, I, you know, I, I con, I conquered that. You know, I conquered. Not, and I ain't even talking about marijuana. I'm talking, yeah, I'm about, talking just about the, the facing things, facing yeah. those things that's been weighing on you because, like I said, that's that's toxic. You you wear nothing but energy transmitters. We mm. flow off of nothing but energy in totally the same way agree. human energy transmitters. And so that stuff that's sitting on your chest, that's just that's that's toxic. Yeah. That's 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 sitting there that don't need to be there. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so I appreciate that, bro. I definitely um I pretty much agree with that hundred percent. I know it's a lot of things like I can get a lot of shit done and I feel like if I like I always been like that as a kid. Like if I cut the emotions off, I can really focus on my goals. You know what I'm saying? I usually get the like I don't talk about a lot of my problems. I wrap that shit out. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it off. So the booth bars. is therapy for you yeah, to a degree. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, probably the most therapy for me, if I'm being honest. Um, for years, uh, I, I I do it that way. I, I I will express my I will vent my my uh, frustrations out. And, and and constructive ways, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I know it's something that I gotta deal like things I gotta deal with when I get older. I just you know, or when I as time passes, I just you know I ain't ready for it yet. Yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's human life, man. Everybody's going through this journey, trying to get through and 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 evolving. You know, like the the goal of this thing is like the poster, the evolution of man. Like everybody's going from here to here to here to here just you're you're each stage you are continually evolving and the beautiful thing about it like how you said like or like how you said earlier that's not beautiful about it it's this world is tough this junk is hard but the beauty in that is that this is a world that you're never too old to continue to learn 
Yeah. And so like the evolution is just never ending. And just like you conquer one thing and it's just like you start to learn even more from yourself and learn even more about yourself. And just like you're able to pass that because we're here, like I said, not just energy transmitters for ourselves, but for the next person. So you're, you'll go through that situation where you'll conquer that and be able to help your homie that's dealing with that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so being a test, you know, you're going through those tests for the testimony. Yeah. And being able to help the next man. It's someone that's listening to your music, the daggone you on, because you ain't got it out. You ain't got it out in these lyrics. And so somebody is relating to you that you don't even know yet. That's that's afraid to be like, yo, bro. Like, they they just haven't walked up to you yet. Like, bro, like, I feel that, bro. I feel that energy. Maybe. Like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be kind of having anxiety about that, bro. Like, for real. Like, I think. And, and in what regard? So shout out to Reese because I feel like like me and Reese was like just listening to our music, each other's music one day, just kicking it, listening to each other's music, mm-hmm. uh, smoking and shit, listening to each other's music. And I'm listening, I'm playing her. Uh, I think my most popular single is Money, Woman, and B.I. Like, you know, um, and I played it for her because I don't think she had heard it yet. We had a show together. She just wanted to hear it or whatever before mm-hmm. we did it. And she was listening to it and she actually got it. Like, she got the song. Like, she, you know, she didn't take out, like, you know, most people take out of it the beat hard. I got some punchlines in there. Yeah, very surface level. <laughs> yeah, take, you know, like, it's, and, and, I, and I appreciate them yeah, for of course, taking that yeah. out of it. But I'll be, I have it as I, like, it's like, that's not really what I'm talking about, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that's the bells and whistles to get you to be like, to, to pay attention to the song. But like, mm. if you listen to what the song is, then like, you'll, you'll see where my perspective on shit is, kind of. But I never had anybody, you know, people, when people talk to me about my music, they talk to me about how, how hard the bars are, like mm. how good the bars are. My beat selection, you know, um, mm. The, my intricate my how detailed I am when creating song they never really talk about the subject matter or at least not beyond the surface level not like not what I'm really talking about like so it's just not beyond the surface level for you um they have and some people you know they just I ain't gonna say they're scared they just don't want to over bombard people with certain things you yeah. know dealing with artists you know I've, it's plenty of like I, I'm to the point now where I'm very transparent, but back in the day, like I've listened to some cats, and it'd be cats here in the city that got me through. Like I just, like man, like two weeks ago, like I just told Ferrar, um, because I grew up, I grew up with him. Shout like, out to Nero. Him, grew up around him, and I just told him like two weeks ago where it was like, bro, like you know, like I I appreciate you because he was like the first dude out of my area, because I grew up like seeing him before he got like to a level that he was at. Or where he is now, like before that deal, and then like him taking off to how he is now, being a staple for the city. I told him like, bro, even before all that, like you were doing stuff, you were moving different in the sense of where it came to like your mentality, like your physical fitness. And he was one of the people that I that I looked up to when I was recovering, when I was dealing with like my addiction and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like that would be getting on me, like like right before like it got to the point of the over. Like I remember mm-hmm. I was still. Cause you know he a, he a fitness fanatic. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. I remember I'll be trying to work out with him. He'd be like, "Bro, I can smell it on you. Bro, I can smell it on you, bro. Like you sweat it out." And it's just like I remember I'd be so ashamed of that, being like, "Man, like how does he know? Like man, like that's bad." When it gets to a point when cats can smell it, but he would he wouldn't judge. He he'd be joking, but he wouldn't judge because like we've all come from mentalities where people that struggle with certain things. Yeah. And um, him not even unknowingly because I never told him until this point. Helped me out with a lot of things from his lyrics. 
yeah. from his manner, how he moved, like how you yeah. move. Like sometimes you, like I said, it's people always watching from afar, and even just like from something as simple as like, yo, man, you like your bar game on that was killing it. Like it's your bar game, so you got to think about it. They're listening to those bars, so it was something in there that touched them. They may not just took it to the level where it was like, man, like I really feel what he was saying in that song. It don't, even, it won't even be about money. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so. like, and, and and I don't want I don't want to get that confused. Like, I don't appreciate people just being like, "Hey, I fuck with your music." Like, I fuck with the bars. I fuck with the beats. Like, I do. Um, it's more of a, a yeah. I didn't take it. I didn't take it like that. It's it's more of a. I think it's think it's more of an insecurity thing for me. I'm I, like I'm sometimes like sometimes I have songs that I don't really have like a lot of the, like the flashy bars and punchlines and shit. I don't sometimes they don't even come out because I be more I have anxiety about like I don't know if they gonna like. I know that's not what they want. They either want me to make some shit that's like bouncy and catchy, or they want me to destroy a verse like, or destroy a beat, mm. like kill. Is it a is it a fear of their responsibility that may come with that? Yeah, I think probably, probably parts of that. Yeah, because you know. it will open a side and a different base of people to where because uh, that responsibility is already there. I mean, yeah, to a, to a degree, like you already have, you're already a spokesperson. You know. Yeah, I, I do. I do think about it like that is a great point you just made. Like I, I also thought about it. Like I, I, I overthink shit sometimes. So like I'm like we all do. I'm like I'm like all right. So if I start this kitty, if I start this kid cutty uh version of my music, I'm gonna have to continue to make that for the people that want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I really want to tap into my emotions that way. Like, I'm not. Not you, yet. You may make that and never go back to it. Maybe you know what I'm saying, like, and that can be something that that was that was you in that moment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know true. that was that was an art piece at that moment. Yeah, that's true. And and people can enjoy and go back to that. You know, because art is nothing but just a way of expressing how you're feeling at that moment or things that have been on your heart. And so true. that could be something that they, they can look back on and be like, whatever. I mean, like, there will never be another Kid See Ghost album. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because of like the. the the situation what happened with Cuddy and Kanye, but to me, that's one of their best body of works. Like I've been yeah. waiting for something like that, and, and the transparency and like one of the songs on Cuddy's like on that thing like Reborn, like that's that's something that I go back to because I put it in a sense of a spiritual sense. But they'll never like because even even though they'll never go back to that point, I'll go back to that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Um, you know, does that make sense? Oh, absolutely, know. absolutely, it makes sense. I think that was a good. Uh, I think that was a good set of albums. By the way, I think those was mad. I think all them albums was mad underrated. I think like that whole little. You mean that, that when he was just dishing the, out them seven yeah, pieces? Them like little, that? Yeah, them seven piece albums. I think eighty percent of them albums were really, really was really, really uh, exceptional work. Yeah. Of course, Daytona was was something else. That shit was that shit was classic. But I think like that Tiana Taylor album was crazy. Yeah, it was um, very and. That run, people. I was just talking to my boy last month about this because we were. He was going back listening to um, before before the seven piece album. He had um, what was what was the album? Excuse me. Before that, where it had thirty hours on, which I feel Life like of Pablo. Eight Life of Pablo, yeah. which to me is a great album. But because of what was going on with yeah at that time, I feel like got shadowed over because that was at the time where he was he was doing like that's when the mental breakdowns was going on that's when he was talking trash that's when the trump thing was going on so a lot of people was like oh life of pablo like they kind of smacked it to the side but going back listening to that is the same like how you say about them seven piece what was going on with yay i feel like they they couldn't separate it 
And, no. and I feel like that's why a lot of people were like underrated those seven pieces because of the times of what Ye was doing as a man. You don't think that's kind of the beauty of art though? Like that's the Me like, personally, yeah, 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 but the like commercial like the industry because like when you go back to the those were masterpieces. Like the seven pieces were masterpieces. Life of Pablo for me was a masterpiece. Ultra Light Beam came out of that. Thirty Hours came out of that. Wolves came out of that. Waves came out of that. Like those mm-hmm. some of my be- favorite tracks from yet. Right. But because of the what the man was doing at that time, I, I, a lot of people couldn't separate that. Well, and that's the thing, like, because, see, a lot of people don't really look at, like, music and, like, your artistry for what it is, like, like, it's not more so, like, like, this is not more so us making music, it's more so we superheroes with a superpower, Mm. and we display our superpower, and when you get to a point where you, after a while, when you get so big, like, your superpower is almost... It's just it's, it's not as consequential as who you are as a person when you get to that certain stature. So it didn't matter what Kanye did after a while. Like, you know, it's not going to fall like his talent got him here. But it's like who you are as a person to keep you here. And after a while, the, the personal decisions you make are going to have an impact on how people receive your artistry. You yeah. know, I don't know if he's ever like. I'm sure he'll be back and he'll recover. Like he'll be back to a certain extent, but he's. It's been so much stuff that happened. I don't know if anybody's ever gonna really go back and appreciate those albums for what they should be. I feel like Life of Pablo kind of get his get his flowers now. Yeah. Um, I don't think besides Daytona, the rest of them will ever really. Or anything else that he dropped pretty much after that, because of because of how how much how much shit has transpired to this point. Um, we'll see though. We we'll see how shit plays. I, I I do agree with all those points though that you that you were making. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, funny how sure. shit is, bro. It is. It is, man. It, it is how you know um, art can entwine itself a lot with like, especially when you get to the level like that, like a, yeah, I mean, we've seen it in, in, even in a different standpoint where like you had debate, you see the debates all the time when it comes to Kells with R. Kelly, with the situation that he came, what he had going on, what he still got going on. Um, yeah. you got, you got people that are team like, yo, I'm still listening to Kells. And then you got some people because like, bro, like I cannot separate that. Right. So it depends on the thing, you know, it depends on the artist, it depends on the situation, you know, um, you know, Yeah has said some things where people like they, they may not ever, like you said, appreciate that again, because of like, they can't look back from they can't look past that. Same with Kells, Kells will never recover from that. Because it's no. like, that's, that's things you can't, you can't look over, you know, in certain regards. And so, yeah, it is what it is, man. Yeah, you know, that's all. And that's the thing about that's the thing about art, bro. Like, cause it's like so many trials and tribulations, so much pain and so much bullshit that go on. Like, that's what really make art art. Like, mm. like if this bitch was right, I don't know if songs would hit the same, or if like it like movies would hit the same, or like mm. any type of art medium would hit the same if it wasn't for all of these trials and tribulations, like the imperfection of a person, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that really give art like its pulse, I think. You know, so yeah. it's funny. It's like I want the world to be a better place. Like I want, I, I want everybody to come by. Like if I had to have a choice between unlimited amounts of money and my own personal unlimited happiness, and the and 
but or the or the peace or or peace on on earth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the I would choose the peace on earth if I'm mm-hmm. being honest, bro. Like if I if I'm being real, um, that's very uh, selfless of you. Uh, you know, oh, I ain't never had no problem getting to a dollar, so mm-hmm. I ain't never really like a lot of people think I'm like very selfless, like I don't have a lot of selfishness into in me, and, and maybe I don't, but I always know, like, I always can rely on myself to get shit done. So like, mm-hmm. I always been my own backup plan for shit. So it's like, cause I, cause I'm that way, I feel like I can, I can afford to help other people, or I can afford to be more selfless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And really, that answer, I mean, if you think about it. Will affect the other two You know like yeah. if, if, if Kumbaya is, is on the matter of the other two I mean if Kumbaya is on with the people You know Your happiness Because we're like I said We're nothing but human energy transmitters You flow off of people That piece could resonate inside of you To where yeah. like you know Help with the better you know bread The better business Because you got people in a joy You know what yeah. I'm saying So I see, I see what you're doing there Like <laughs> Yeah it's, it's almost It's almost I'm almost selfish by being unselfish If that's If that makes sense Like mm-hmm. I Like I got I got a logic to almost everything That I, I, I do I think that I think that people You know The world uh, Like The sun the sun shines on the earth Grows the plants mm-hmm. Plants uh, clean the air So we can breathe And we can live and thrive Which helps animals grow Which you know we use the animals to eat Animals eat the grass uh, gr- Animals grow We eat the animals we live Great big Circle of life Yeah We as people though Are like the only ones that kind of go against That circle of life You know what I'm saying We the only mm-hmm. ones that really like Go against the game plan And I try to get other. I try to come Not try to convince Because I don't try to convince people of shit no more But <laughs> I try to <laughs> I, I try to make that point to people all the time Like maybe Maybe selfishness is the problem Like maybe mm. we wouldn't be going through global warming If Some big executive Didn't need that extra 2 million In that bonus for that quarter You know what I'm saying Yeah, Maybe Um you know, our whole, you know, our whole basis, you know, we are, you know, our whole identity and our, our whole culture is traumatized basically because, you know, slave labor is cheap and this is the quick, you know, that's the quickest and easiest way, you know, fuck up their whole culture so mm-hmm. some other people can be rich and shit. Like, yeah. And, and those, like that type of extreme selfishness, not, and you gotta remember, bro, what was that? Maybe like a thousand people in history responsible for all of these terrible atrocities. Imagine if more people were selfish, like as selfish as them, how fucked up this bitch wouldn't even exist. Like this bitch mm-hmm. melted down. Yeah, like, it'd be gone already. Yeah, like so, I think, I don't think it's, I don't think it's conducive to be selfish. I think that that's a, it might work for you in the interim, or it might it might be a quick way for you to get what you need done. But it always bottom out, like it always do. Sooner or later, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I agree. Speaking of which, with um, let's let's get a little selfish in in, in regards when it comes to your artistry. Okay, you know? you're very you're very selfish in that regard because the music that you put together is is very. What's a good word that I was about to say? Um, polished. 
very polished in a sense to where you got to be selfish to put out the stuff that you're doing, to do the making the the moves that you're making, you know, putting stuff together. Um, and of course, teamwork make the dream work. You got your team, you got your people, your family that's helping you in the process. But yeah. um, that selfishness had to be there in that resort of taking that career that you're that you're doing to another level. When did when did that mindset hit? When did you get into a mindset really of realizing that you had a talent that you wanted to take as a career? Back when I was, when I mentioned earlier that we were doing a like underground hip hop parties and warehouses mm-hmm. called kickbacks. I watched a lot of people from them kickbacks. Like we put a lot of people on them platforms. Um, uh, homie, uh, one of the dudes that we uh, do named Zalupers. Shout out to Zalupers. He got signed by Danny Brown. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we we gave him a position to be seen. I forgot by, about Danny Brown. Yeah, we gave him a position to be seen by Danny Brown. Like I mm-hmm. said, we had we had to gave a position for. Um, Travis Chandler, Nolan and Ninja, a lot of Big Sean's artists would come through and perform at our shit. Like, mm. you know, um, back then, uh, you know, like early Mac niggas like that. I watched a lot of these people come through our shit, get signed, or get or get someplace else. But the people responsible, and in my opinion, like no no disrespect to none of them, but the like we had we had music, like we we had we had that shit. Mm. He just was ignored. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, so I realized there, like, you know, there's one or two, one or two ways to react to that. You can be bitter at motherfuckers and be mad and shit and all that shit, or I can just realize what it is. Like, I'm better than most niggas. Like this rap shit. Like, let's be real. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's not a that's not a diss or that's not a that's not any type of arrogance and no shit like that. So I had to I had to make a decision to myself. Like, yeah, I mean, I agree. You're you're not an average rapper. You're you're your bars are top tier. So I had to I had to make a decision to myself, like, am I going to allow the talent that the universe gave me to be hampered down or, or blotted out because I wasn't chosen to do something? You know what I'm saying? Or I'm not I'm not I'm not uh I'm not clicky enough with these people or, you know. Like, you know, I'm not kissing enough ass over here. Mm-hmm. Or am I smart enough to do this shit myself? Like, yeah. am I smart enough to go buy these cameras? Am I smart enough to go rub these elbows with people, like, to get to get the placements that I need? Am I smart enough to, I know I'm smart enough and I got enough empathy to build the relationships to make them last. So it's like, mm-hmm. why would I, you know, I'm going to, so I'm, so my, my, um, so my man, my mentality after that was like, everything I put out, and everything that I do, I'm gonna try to do it to the best of my ability. I might not be able to have a mil- a million dollar budget every video, but I can make sure I can go buy the right cameras to make sure the shit looks great. Mm. I can all the all the models that send my videos. I make sure they pay, make sure they taken care of, and they fit and they love to be around. Cause my, I don't play bullshit in my set. Like I don't play bullshit around me. Like mm. we don't do sexual harassment. We don't do uh like they need to be comfortable at all times. Of course, you know. So I just everything I I try to take that mentality. Like how good my bars is, I try to take that experience and everything mm. they, they got to do with the experience of the music. So, everything top tier. Yeah, that's mm. you know. And so I guess that I guess in that way it's kind of selfish, but it's like that's more for the long game because I yeah. feel like. You don't gotta put as much money in the marketing if you actually care about your shit, you know. So you you, you put you you you're not gonna put nearly as much in. So 
It's just kind of my mindset on it all. Mm, or that's a good mindset to have, you know, because like you're you're looking at it in two two big factors is the long game, and then the quality. Yeah, which is two things that a lot of people in this generation, especially a microwavable society, ignore. The long game. Yeah. And the quality of what they're putting out. And not realizing if you go off those foundations, that'll set you up for life. Yeah. You know? In in life, as you see, not like we're talking about music. We can put this past music. Yeah, you know this, what I'm this, this is everything. Life this in life. general. Yeah, yeah, this is that's what you that's how you should Oh, that's how you should apply to. That's how I feel like you should apply to life. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So, I definitely feel you there. Um, I just think I think it's important, like you know. And then I never wanted to be the nigga to go on interviews and have a weak ass songs, like and talk to people. Like mm. that shit, that shit is horrible. <laughs> like, what am I like? You know, what are we gonna talk about if I come in here with some weak ass? Like, <laughs> you know, what are we supposed to say? It was a great video, man. That beat was hard. Like, how long are we gonna talk about that? So, Bubblegum Duck was awesome, man. It was. It was <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, like that's what I'm this thinking. is Azalea podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's it's just important to me. I, and, I, and I really, like, I have a very big love for music, bro. Like, I love music. Like, mm. just rap. Like, like, I pulled up. Like, I pulled up in the parking I was listening to Doobie Brothers. Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm I'm really in. Like, I wouldn't want to go. Like, I don't want to be at the... I don't want to be at the Rock Nation brunch. I don't want to be at the at the Grammys after party. And I'll run in the motherfucking night and... I'm not contributing my part to 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 this music industry, and I feel like I don't think everybody needs to be like super duper lyrical miracle to be mm-hmm. to be. I just think the shit needs to be good. Like you know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever type of music you make, make it to the best of your ability. You yeah, know? I agree. So. I think that comes with the with certain people. I think you see the love of someone's passion. Based off their quality, I believe because I believe like so too. perfect example you said like with the, what you were listening to outside, um, you don't explore those different genres unless you got a love for music. You know you yeah. you you want to hear different points of views, different genres, different sonics, you know, different songwriting abilities. You know, like and and you don't get that because like that's that's something that you got to like investigate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you gotta. I look at I look at music, especially rap, but I look at like all music. Like the motherfuckers is real good at it. Like they like they like senseis and they songs and they albums like dojos. Mm. And I can learn, I can learn their style and learn how to relate to what they doing if mm-hmm. I sit, study, and immerse myself in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can take out what I need, like so I can switch my flow every song. You yeah, know, it don't matter what beat you give me, I can rap on anything because I listen to everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I'm listening to Doobie Brothers. What a fool believes! Like, that's super relatable to us. That's hey, nigga, she not into you, bro. Like, you're like, <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody can see that, but you, bro. Like, you you making a fool of yourself, you know? Like, so the songs that I feel like we do ourselves a disservice, like not really. Spreading our wings as much as possible, not just with music, with anything. Like I don't, I think that you should really, really tap into different things to figure. Like, and you find out more about yourself when you do shit like that. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, whatever it is. Like, I always big and I always been big and wanting to know. I'm fascinated with 
the best of things. Like like if a motherfucker made like a motherfucker made the these these uh a coffee pie, or best coffee maker in the world. Mm. I wanna kick it with the best coffee maker in the world. Like how you get this good at making coffee, bro? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I wanna study that. Yeah, like mm. that's just how like that's Take his brain. Yeah, cause like to cause that shit didn't exist before you did it. Like mm-hmm. you know, so it's crazy to me. Like so uh yeah, for sure. I watch a lot of stuff like that too. Like I'm a big documentary head. Like I used to watch. I remember when I would come home late. It used to be this show that used to always come on calling um called How It's Made. Like mm-hmm. I used to, <laughs> I used to always watch. Like you know, because I I I enjoy the process because that's really what life is about. Nothing becoming something. Mm-hmm. You know, even with the fact of the Big Bang. Like they they said the Big Bang could have went two ways. It could have expanded the way how it did. Or it could have caved into itself and made like some kind of cosmic explosion. Yeah. Just the just the timing of how that was it in itself a miracle. And so I like seeing processes of that. It, it you know, it fascinates me to see a guy like yourself going to the studio and like you you may not have no ideas and then it's like you you get a song out of that. You know, that's yeah. that's something that, that has been per, that has evolved out of nothing. Like that is dope as heck to me. Yeah, yeah that's seeing, the, seeing the process the, of that. That's the best part of music to me. It's like, because every, like I said, the, like for three minutes, I was in their world. You mm. know what I'm saying? I saw the pictures that they wanted me to see. I was listening to the story they wanted to tell, giving advice to the same silly ass nigga that was trying to get this girl that wasn't interested in them. So it's mm, like, yeah. and that shit. Yeah, that shit didn't exist before they made it. You know what I'm saying? They smoked a joint and made that shit, bro. Like, mm. and that, like, you know what I'm saying? And that to me is fascinating. I'm, I'm not a big documentary dude. I'm a big movie buff dude. Like, mm. mo- movies, basketball, and professional wrestling is probably my favorite art forms. Like, mm. Royal Rumble on the night. Yeah, it is. It is. When I, leave, I was supposed to, I'm probably gonna watch the Reese shit first, and then just because the Royal Rumble started, it's probably on now. So I'm mm, just gonna it is started at eight. Yeah, I'm gonna. St- I'm just gonna run it back from the beginning and stay away from the spoilers and shit. I'm, yeah. I, I'm actually more of an AEW dude, but I love WWE too. Yeah, um, me too. That's what I grew up on. I'm, I'm not too far from you. I'm 80s. I'm, 80, I'll be 35 this year. So word, 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 I grew word. up on you know Attitude Era and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I, I enjoy. I, I love what A and W has done, you know, Ooh. and and building their progression and like, um, the the people that they've gotten from WWE, and you know the 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 writing, you know. Oh, that's and that's the like, top tier. It's I mean you know and eventually like I have a I'm actually I kind of got a I have a whole nother, I got like a Twitter that I just talk about like I talk about wrestling shit like mm. I don't even like you know I don't even talk about the rap shit for real I just talk about wrestling shit yeah, I yeah. love wrestling. Um, I have a very great appreciation for like AEW because it's like first it's just like it's kind of like with me or any other artist that you have on Reese De Niro they really take pride in their craft mm. you know like so like you said the stories the matches the presentation crazy but that's kind of just surface level like what they really mean to like the art of professional wrestling like the mm. shit they did like yeah. for like uh for Jam Mark Briscoe this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you caught up. Like, uh, unfortunately, Jay Briscoe had passed in a car accident. It's big time. A really famous indie wrestler that worked with uh, Ring of Honor. Um, he uh, he died in a car accident. He had mm-hmm. some. They had like some some issues. Kind of got canceled, and they weren't able to appear on like Warner Networks. Mm. Uh, the 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 lead the lead Booker pulled strings, got him on there, and that meant so much to the wrestling community. It was a big fucking yeah, deal. yeah. 
more importantly, like what they've done for like black wrestling, I think. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like like black wrestling and the culture, uh, uh and the black culture intertwined with wrestling, not what AEW did for it. Yeah. I can't like I couldn't be I couldn't be more grateful, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like it it do like that movies my shit. That's really what gives me the inspiration to make music, not really other music. Mm, yeah. yeah, word. Yeah, and they got my fi- they got my favorite female current female wrestler there right now. Who that? You know with Jay Dag on uh She's been she's been dominating. Yeah, Jay fine as fuck too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a freaking Amazon. She man. she is, bro. She mm, she's be, built for it tough. She gonna be I think she's gonna be Hulk Hogan bigger than I think she's gonna be like a big star when it's shit like out of out of wrestling. They do have my favorite my favorite female wrestler is Athena. Um mm. yeah, or mm. Ember Moon and WWE. Uh shout out Amber. Yeah, she uh that's my favorite. That's my favorite wrestler in general, but that's that's definitely my favorite female wrestler right now. Yeah, I feel you. Do you think with with her going to because this is this is what speculation, especially with her dealing with New Japan. Do you think sooner or later Sasha may make an appearance there? I, I absolutely think she'll she'll get there. I think she. Is, I feel like that would be beautiful. I feel like I feel like Sasha. If she was sitting here, she had the same conversation we was all having. Like how me and you having this. Like I feel like she one of us. Like. She is a she care about the art, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Not not saying that WWE ain't artistic, cause it's definitely artistic, but it's like I think she feel like she probably can get her full what her the picture she trying to paint. I feel like she probably feel like she can get it off in AEW and get it off in New Japan, like so. Yeah, I think she's she's in it for the love of the game, man. Yeah, like it's because. WWE wise, that legacy is there. Yeah, she, she's cemented that. But I think it goes past that for her. Like for the, if the true love of her being a, a wrestler and growing up like how we did, being a fan of it. Yeah, she's she's looked at all this stuff, New Japan and Ring of Honor, and she's like, man, this is the next stage. Like yeah. if, if I want to be the type of wrestler I know I can be, I'm gonna touch all these things. Like yeah. with some like female Kenny Omega type stuff. And that, and that's like I feel like I feel like like Kenny niggas like Kenny Omega. I feel like they gonna have like a better legacy than like Randy Orton and people like that because it's like I did love the I do love the I do I do love don't get me wrong Orton Orton my boy but I see I I understand completely what you're saying I don't want that to be taken the wrong way I'm just saying like I understand completely what you're saying yeah Yeah. like the like the the path they had to travel and what they had to do to cement their name like that just that just mean like to me that's rapper shit bro Mm -hmm. like that's like that you know getting in the mud bro yeah doing shout out to my boy who's who's from here I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Darius Lockhart Darius Lockhart yeah yeah yeah, that's my dog I was about to say he a black dude he's been on a he's been on AW a couple times to where like um you know there's been times where it's like you know, they know just like rappers, just like stand-up comedians, which is another one of my favorite art forms. Like, mm-hmm. they do these shows, the beginning stage is $40. You know, 40 they, they ain't getting, yeah. they, ain't doing, they ain't getting nothing like that. Like, no. you know, these they putting their bodies on the line, man. You know, like, so you you can come, kind of come relate in a sense of like, it's probably been shows where it's like, you want to show it's probably like three people in there. Yeah, you know for what sure. Saying? It's just like, but this is your passion. This is something that you love, man. A lot, a lot of people like to compare rap to basketball, but I feel like rap, and rap is very similar to basketball, but I feel like rap and wrestling is probably that's almost like mirror images of each other, bro. Mm-hmm. Like as far as like you tell you tell the like you you tell the story with your body and with a microphone, mm-hmm. like with wrestling and, and with wrestling and rap. Yeah, I like, like that comparison too. I've always compared it to stand up comedian. 
Really? To, to stand up comedy. Well, the, I, like the travels and like the the different degree. But I see wrestling as well. Like, cause you got the different avenues of stand up com- comedy. You got the, you know, the physical comedy route. You got the, you know, the Chappelle route. And you got the different stages where you got household names where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, earth, you got earthquakes. It's like they're earthquake. But when they get to like, they didn't take that Chappelle or Kevin Hart route. Right. That door was there, but they they like, you know what? I can make my circuit. I, I'm really comedy. Then yeah. you got like some cats that get the deal. They get the Comedy Central deal. And like, to me, it's it's the same kind of way with like both of them, though, with wrestling, with with the life of an artist as well, you know? I, de- I definitely, I can see that on both sides. I would say how I feel, like, I would say other examples of how wrestling and, and rap are the same, but I won't. I just, I'll leave that for another man, conversation. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that for another You got me day. intrigued now. I'm like, dang, I want to know, dang. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of similarities. Oh, way more do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but you know, you know oh, it, the groupies, dang. No, 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 no. More so the nah, 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 nah. Cause I, mm-hmm. like, people look at me, pay attention to shit I do. So I can't, uh, <laughs> I, can't I can't say that. I, I feel you. Uh, Just it's a lot of similarities. Yeah, it's you know? a lot of similarities. It's a reason why those two worlds, and you look at it, I mean, like, that's something that's, it's kind of like anime in a sense of like, it's something that has been. Big when it comes to like popularity now, mm-hmm. but if you look at the history of hip hop and you look at the history of wrestling, those two worlds have always intertwined. Always, like, since the always, beginning, yeah. like since the beginning, since uh, that's why I said I really in like like shout out to Tony Khan, that's the head. He on AW, like he like I can tell like the same passion we have for music. You can definitely tell he got it for uh, like he he gets it, like he understand professional wrestling, like. He had he had um, Rick Ross on on an episode a few weeks back, and Rick Ross smoked that shit. Like mm-hmm. he he was on a couple weeks before that, and he smoked accusations, that shit too. yeah, false <laughs> accusations. <laughs> like killed that shit, bro. Like and that, and that like you don't get people in them positions, and you don't have shit go off like that unless you know, like unless yeah, you, for sure, you know. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. You got to be a fan of it, it to to do the certain things that these guys are doing. Yeah, and and entwining the two communities like that, you know, and it's dope to see, man. It's dope to see because it's like, like what you were saying with A and W past the fact of like what they're doing and how they're treating certain wrestlers. Um, I look at a bigger picture of just like how they're they're shutting down like the monopoly of WWE. You know what I'm saying, you know, I haven't seen them be, and I don't want to say like because you know, like I feel like. The Monday Night Wars when you had WCW and you had WWE, that was competitive in the sense of rating wise. But like it's 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 showing people it's 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 okay to have a totally different lane and yeah. everybody can eat. You know, like that's yeah. what I've been telling people even with with the hip hop community. You got people that's gonna have cult followings. Everybody can eat. Everybody don't have to be the Grammy Award winning like Kendra Lamar. It's people out here that daggone can eat, go on tour. Their families is looking good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's the same with that. Like you can you can be that that. That it's plenty of companies that have started off of AEW of being yeah. like, yo, man, we can make this thing work. The next, for all we know, the next time we may see a, a wrestling company, it'd be like a Netflix or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it may be a Netflix original contract, you know? They I, think doing something. That, I think that's probably going to be something that's next. Like, depending on how the WWE shake out after the sale and shit, I think that might be next. Like, it might, they might. I wouldn't be surprised if like uh like Triple H and Stephanie got like a small promotion and got a deal with a streaming company or some shit. Mm. You know, ran it in some type of little stone, some type of little sound stage and shit. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, Peacock. I mean, yeah. Well, P- I think Peacock gonna end. Up. I think uh, NBC Universal gonna end up buying WWE. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. You see what happens. Yeah, I think they're preparing people for that. Yeah, like, I think that's that's gonna be the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. facts, facts, and with that, in the, in the sense of just like dealing with these businesses that we're talking about, it kind of brings me back with you being an artist. Um, something that I think is big as well. And then, um, you know, I'll ask a couple more things and then we can we can wrap it up because it's been a great interview. We can we can go on for hours, like how you said. Um, ownership, you know, dealing in, in regards of like being your own brand, being your own entity. Yeah. Um, we talk about, you know, like, you know, the bargaining chips that WWE has done with the partnership of Peacock where sooner or later they'll be probably be with NBC, already probably signed with that. We just don't know it. Um, how how do you feel in regards with, with yourself being the brand that you are? Um, building how important is that to understand the business side of things of being like you know Reese talked about as well like how it's it's very important to know both sides of the coin being an artist. Oh, I feel so alive knowing both sides of the coin. Like I wear a lot of hats, bro. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I can tell. Um, I'm moving around. I'm moving around in corporate, like in corporate America, for years. Like mm-hmm. learn, like you know, after I got here. I got a job for a while, bro. Learn how to move around and, you know, like a suit and tie job so mm. I can learn around and move around with businesses act so I can learn business acumen. Mm. Um, and I did that to prepare for this, you know, so mm. I can I can know how to move around in the street because I don't want to just rap forever. I want to I wanna make, I want to be a mogul that actually do what he's supposed to do. Get artists mm. on, you know, take them to their paces, Get them in good positions. We make it. We make our monies. They they move on. You know, and I mm-hmm. do that. I just keep doing. I want that. I want that to be one of my main business models. So I felt it was important for me to learn the game. I actually, I, I kind of started getting popular for real, like a year and a half ago, like two years. If I had to slow down, like me and my baby mom split me and my son for like the last uh, about year. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, and just to make sure he was cool, I slowed down on the music so he had me at home. He blowing my shit up now, actually. Mm. Um, you know, and while while I was doing that, I really spent the time to dive deep into like, all right, let me learn everything I don't know about the music game right now. Like while I, while I'm taking a break before I pop back out, and I knew a lot of stuff, but like I know much more now, and I think it's like it's super freeing, like. It's a. I don't think I don't believe that you take it seriously if you don't sit and study this shit for real. Like if you don't know, like the if you don't know how this shit really work, like you know mm. what I'm saying. I don't think you take it seriously. I think mm. it's just a hobby. Mm. You know, mm. I'm not saying you you need to like run a record label or no shit like that, but you need to know how. You need to know how. This works like yeah. you, need, you know it shouldn't just be know how uh, splits happen. Know how splits happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, know what the know the basis of the artist is. is. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, know know um know what you got the rights to. Know what a royalty is. Yeah, like all I that completely stuff, agree. You know, yeah. so if you if you can't if you don't really take the time to understand that, like I don't know. Like I don't think I don't, I'm not gonna say it's not for you, but I think that you should really. Take some time and study what you are. Study your passions. I agree. I 100% agree. And Jay said that in a sense where he was like, I remember seeing an interview with him back in the day. And he was talking about, you know, they were they were 
talking about, you know, the gripe of having to deal with that being an artist, but he was like, it's inevitable. You know, if, if, I, if I wasn't dealing and understanding that in the music business, then I would have dealt with it in another kind of business. It's just, it's part of the game. If I didn't want to be in the music business, then you should just do business in your, in your you, you should just do music in your basement. He said, yeah. but you're in the music business. You need to understand what you're dealing with in it. Well, that's like, and, and I agree with that totally. I never, what I don't agree with, like, what what make me scratch my head on all this shit is, bro, it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, what do you think? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, like, what do you think you're supposed to do? It's like, like, if you go work at a, if you go be a, in a medical field, you got to do continuing education on being a doctor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you got to, you're going to do continuing education in any shit. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be I think it's uh it's essential like it's crucial mm-hmm. for you to learn what you need to learn for shit like cuz it's a dirty motherfucking game it and, is and, you know, it'll eat your life it will like you know that that shit is full of thieves and liars mm-hmm. and, and you got to and and it ain't and I ain't me judging that's just the game yeah you know that's that's just like, a fact yeah like yeah. that's that's just the game you got to prepare yourself for it mm-hmm. so you yeah. know Facts, man. Facts. How do you how do you weed yourself away from that? You know, dealing with that in the game, dealing with the vultures in the game. I put up my own bread. I use my own bread for shit. I don't tell. I don't need no. I don't need nobody for no loan. I don't. I don't really need no label for no loan. Like, mm. you know, I don't need. Uh, I know I can. It might take me a little longer, but my goal, like, I ain't really trying to be. Uh, I'm not really trying to be. Would you do partnerships if the business was right? If the business was right, absolutely. Okay. Um, if the business was right, you know, and I'm not one of them like high maintenance ass dudes. I just my business is right. Is look, bro. Uh, let me know how this money is coming in. I just need my financial. I, I mean, I need my creative, uh, my creative freedom because if you try to take my creative freedom away, the, the reason why you wanted me to sign is not mm. gonna work anyway. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? If we got those two things established, bro, like. I'm not. I'm not opposed to starting from the bottom of taking a less ideal situation, but the situation still got to be right. Like I got to mm. be able to move around. It got to have some advantages for me. I agree. So, you know, I'm. I'm definitely not a not opposed to having a partnership if it's right. It just. It just got to be right. Word. Yeah. I. I completely agree. If the business is right. You know, uh, I'm down. I'm the same way when it comes to this. If the business is right, I'll do the partnership, but the business got to be right. Right. You know? And, um, you know, I want to ask a, I want to ask one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this, has been, this has been a great interaction, as I was saying. Appreciate um, it. You talked about your son a little bit um, yeah. in regards of just um, being being that father and being that. It's it's very pivotal, especially in in our community, to have that bond with your son. Yeah. You know, the father son connection. Um, does he like? How old is your son? First and foremost, six. Okay. Has he? Does he have a understanding of what you do? You know, in in regards of like. Yeah, he has a very he has a understanding as he calls right now. He has a very big understanding of a lot of things. Like uh, me and my father. Uh, my father tutors him every day. He can like uh, read and write and do multiplication already and shit. Like, oh wow! Yeah, um, I want to skip him a grade and shit, but I ain't gonna do that. Mm. Um, he is very much aware. He's aware of everything. He's aware. Uh, he's aware of the rapping thing. Um, huge fan. Um, he really, mm. he really love all the shit that I do with that. Word. 
He's a he's a little he a little tight with me because uh, me and his mom not together. But you know, um, mm. you know that's just he he get over it as time goes on. Yeah, he's he's very aware. Like I can talk to him, not like an adult, but you can hold a conversation with him, like just a regular conversation. You don't got to talk to him like he a kid. You don't you don't got to talk to him about cartoons and bubble gum and shit. So yeah, you yeah, know, you can talk to him. So. Be honest with him, transparent. Absolutely, Word. super cool kid, bro. That's what's up. That's what it should be. That's what it's all about in the sense of like um, what you said, being, you know, having real conversations with him. You yeah. know, like I feel like a lot of people, especially at, at the age that he's at, um, you didn't you don't get that enough. Like the transparency between like the the parents and like, you know, even even like what you said, like he, he was a little upset. And that's naturally, you know, like the, the mom and the father splitting you. Your child's going to be a little upset in that. But you're having the transparency of like explaining to him that you know yeah. in that regard you know some people don't do that in that in that regard but that helps for the child for the child growing in a more mature way you know in in a in a right way as well understanding how stuff works. Well, I was telling I'm telling this uh you know I have a I have a very I'm very like I jump I jump back between um like I, I my ideal is to be a family dude settle down be a family dude like in a relationship I'm never like the cheating type no shit like that so I'm ve- I very much so value family if I'm not in that then I'm probably uh it's like I, I do spend a lot of time gallivanting with <laughs> mm. gallivanting with uh you know um but doing what you do yeah doing what I do yeah. but <laughs> the um. But I always felt it was important, like, go back to intention. Like, I want my son to know how to deal with tough situations, and I want him to know how to treat his kids if he decides to have kids. Um, I want him, more importantly, like, no matter what he do, like, he grow up to have a bunch of kids. He grow up to be a businessman. He grow up to be some entertainer. He like men. He like women, whomever. I want him to be a man in all situations. Mm. I'm trying to teach him how to be a man in all situations. Yeah. Know? No matter what's going on, where so, that's what's important to me. Beautiful. That's where it starts, man. Man, I appreciate you coming on the show, bro. This has been a dope conversation. Um, one last thing that I always ask all artists that I have on here for sure. Um, well, two things actually. Two things I'm gonna ask you because you came from the D. <laughs> um, shout out to Detroit. Shout, shout out to all the players in the D as well, man. Um, the transition when you when you came here because you talked about. Why you were there, the sense of like, um, even in Detroit, the beginning stages of being looked over. And yeah. then here you have, you know, like you say, you've been for a decade, the adaptation of coming here to Charlotte yeah. in, a, in a new surrounding and in a new scene. Um, how did you adjust to that? And, and pretty much in a, in a sense, building the base back up in a different city. Um, you know, having that, did you have that same kind of feeling of looked over and, and how did you conquer that? How do you conquer that now to today? You know, that, do you have the chip on your shoulder in, in regard? I kind of just kept the chip on my shoulder from Detroit. So I kind of like, I'm not even going to say it's like so much Charlotte was looking me over. You know what I'm saying? I never really put myself in position to like, when I be in spots, I'll be low. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be dolo. I just be checking the scene. Looking at the artists, seeing what's going on, seeing how shit operate, but I wasn't really all that interested in being super mixy or like, you know, 
engaging in a lot of what was going on. I did, I like I like to sit back and observe a lot. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? See how see how this works, see how that works. Mm. Um I I wanted to take I took my time because I needed to build like if I'm adding to my family, because like you said earlier, like I don't run with niggas. Like I don't run around with I don't have like friends of the week or mm. shit like that. Like if I'm at your crib, if you at my crib, if you know where I live, if you know my real name, Ralph by the way, bro. Mm. Um if you know my real name and I fuck with you, you know, like, yeah. so it took, I, I had to take time to really build up who I want to break bread with and, and spend money on and, and, um, really go hard for it, sacrifice for it. So it took a, took a little while to build the family up, per, uh, right. And then build our resources. Like we had to build studios, get camera equipment, all that type of mm. stuff. Like, you know, we got, we got all that stuff now. So I just I just wanted to get us in position first before set the we, foundation. Yeah, before I really um come out here doing shit. Like I said, shout out to Nero. Like you know, I run you know uh, Indigo Joe like my brother. You yeah, know? So, shout, you know, out so, yeah <laughs> shout out so, to Joe. Shout out to Joe, man. Yeah, like Indigo Joe like my yeah. brother. So, Same man, here. It's like my little around. brother, man. We yeah. both Leos out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Def, he definitely acted like a Leo. Yeah, uh, we done had some deep conversations, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did all of the. We got a. Um, I think he opening for Rod Digger Thursday. So he is, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be there. I'll look. be there. Um, Same man. So yeah, cool. We'll be we'll be there. Um, the uh, so it was always just important to make sure my brothers and my sisters had good positions. Like so, I ain't have to set. Like I ain't want them to have to run around. Blowing a whole bunch of bread on studio time. I ain't want to have to have them blowing a bunch of bread on videos. I want them just to focus on their art, focus on their craft. So I want to make sure the pieces is in place. So then we can then we can do what we do. Not everybody doing what they doing. Mm. Everybody moving around. Yeah, you know. So now the machine is gone. It's yeah, running. yeah. Now it's running. Yeah, facts, man. Beautiful, beautiful. This has been um, a great interview, Thank and you, my brother, I, I really appreciate you coming. Um, if you don't mind, man, um, just give people like ways to get in contact with you. You know, ways of your social media, your streaming. Um, so you can. So really, man, like I'm, 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 I'm actually kind of getting there. You know, what I'm saying I'm trying to turn into a big deal. You can type in "folky dope," Google mm-hmm. all my shit will pop up. Google that man, man. Yeah, say so Google me. I'll pop up. Um, you want to follow me on Instagram? I'm there a lot. Uh, it's just Folky Dope, F O K I E D O P E. Um, catch me there. I'm very supportive. You speak, I speak back. Um, if you in the wrestling, man, like I don't really do a lot of rap shit on Twitter, but if you just in the wrestling, like my wrestling, my wrestling shit is CM Folky. Um, and that's really like that's CM Folky. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the moniker. Like if this was like a, a radio, I'd be like, hey, if you didn't know, it's the chick man and Folky Dope. Like that's how hey. my drops go. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you uh, if you interested, holla at me there, man. You know, I'm always down to kick it. You know, word, man. I appreciate you coming, man. Yeah, no problem, bro. I appreciate having this great conversation, bro. Great conversation. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.